0: Tomorrow it's a high-low life when you shake it all up, fill in my cup.
1: Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 234 Charlotte's number one podcast recording in the basement. Still hitting some zooms here. We've got a whole bunch of fun, random things to talk about. But it is me, JRO Nation. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, JRO Nation, Facebook, The Beers Watch Podcast. Find our podcast on Spotify, Al- Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. All those good ones at The Beers Watch Podcast. And if you're really getting crazy, our YouTube channel. They see me rolling where you can catch our beerio carts, our brew reviews, reaction videos, all that good stuff. So yes, it's me, we've got Duvall, we've got Kevin, we got a guest who was on here a while ago, but we'll get to him in a little bit. Kevin, man, it's been a while, how you been? I'm good, how about you? Doing pretty good. So we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. you, have you recovered from the Browns loss?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've definitely recovered. Uh, I think I told, like I told you, you know, I was a little salty after the fact, but uh, the next day I was feeling better about it, but then you start thinking about it again. And you're yep. like, man, how many opportunities are they going to get like that? And you get a little
1: upset. But <laughs> we'll be back next year. I hope. <laughs> Yo, you were. I will say, at the beginning of the football season. Do you remember? I meant to look, go back and listen. What was your prediction? I think you did say playoffs. I said
0: nine and seven or ten and six, and then okay. a wild card
1: spot. Okay, so you were right there on it. I say
0: that every year.
1: Hey, so. <laughs> 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 as Duval always says, even a broken clock's right twice a day. So that's right. That's right.
2: Blind squirrel always occasionally finds a nut. That's
1: right. That's right. So, Kevin, where can you be found if you want to be found?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, and I think eventually I'm going to start using my Instagram. Okay. I have it. Same same length. It's uh, Crazy for Cleveland. That's C-R-Z-Y, the number four in Cleveland.
1: Alright, and then Duvall's back again. Duvall, finally, it's good to see you after not answering my texts or tweets on Sunday. If, if no one's really paying attention to our NFL Pick'em League, Duvall and I were battling. I had a two-point lead. Duvall went with the strategy of picking both underdogs. I went with the Easy back them up, back against the wall strategy of picking the two favorites. It split down the middle, so I went back to a two point lead. So I, I've got I've got a pat here for the Super Bowl. It's just one point for the Super Bowl. So Duvall, I'm glad. Thanks for joining, even though I know you was you're very competitive. So I know you were a little upset.
3: Man, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was, and then for that little that that, that beginning of the game, I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like I hope Jacobs is like, you know, I was like I might be able to pull this one off. But man, hey, man, I enjoy it. I'm runner-up again for the second year straight, so maybe next year I can I can get a win. But, uh, but thanks again for having me, man. And, and, and as always, it's always a pleasure. If you're looking for me, it's BroadVersityBall on Twitter, just Ball on Instagram.
1: All right. And for our guests, as I said earlier, I did go back and look up the last time he was on, he was on three straight episodes, episodes 65, 66, and 67, July that was from July through August of 2017. So it's been a long time since he had been on. He was not of age yet to drink when he was on. We did not give him any alcohol when he was on. We were safe because he was interning, not necessarily under me, but in my, in our building. So I didn't want any, anybody to leak something out and be like, oh, Jacob's over there feeding him booze. We did not do any of that. That's on the on the truth. But Tommy, man, how you doing? You doing good, Tommy? You good? You got us?
2: I'm doing well, yeah. It's been, you were in the single or the double digit still last time I was on. I know, um, I know. So it has been a while. But, um, so yeah, and I will back up your claim. Uh, no booze were given to me then. We took pictures with me specifically with no booze in my hand. Um, <laughs> everyone else did have booze in their hand to make sure that, you know, it was clear I wasn't drinking. Yeah. But yeah, it's been good. Um, I've been good. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tommy Freidenberg on both. Nothing too crazy. Um, but yeah, so now I'm uh, no longer an intern, I've been upgraded to a producer, got a producer role up in Lynchburg, Virginia, for the radio show. Okay. So things are things are going well, things are going well. They've been a pretty pretty hectic, but uh, considering the year that a lot of people have had, I'm, I'm doing alright.
1: Alright, so back then in 2017, you're still at, at UNC Chapel Hill, when did you graduate, what did you graduate with, and all that good stuff.
2: yeah. So when I was on the pod, I was between my sophomore and junior years at UNC. Um, so I graduated in May of 2019. Um, broadcast journalism degree, history minor, um, and after that, I moved up to Syracuse for a little bit. I had uh, a job with a startup media group up there. That when I first got in contact with them, wasn't really a startup. But there was some some crazy stuff that went, ended up going on over there. Um, but so I was up there for five months or so. And after the pay, the whole getting paid thing was not working out the best, (laughs) Um, which is kind of important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: I I moved back down to North Carolina uh, for Christmas at like around Christmas. And that turned out to be a great decision because a few months later, the world shut down, (laughs) not wanted to be in New York um, at the beginning of all this craziness. Uh, But so then I, I worked at, um, Topo for a few months, and then that, which is a restaurant in Chapel Hill, yeah. that closed, of course, with the pandemic. Um, got a job at uh, the Fresh Market for a few months um, while my lease in Chapel Hill finished up. Uh, then in August, I moved to Charlotte, and um, I have some friends down there. And I know I tried; I was going to try to get on that Halloween yeah. pod with you, but the job that I was working was um, was crazy. I was selling <laughs> Medicare Advantage plans. There oh wow.
1: Moment. Okay.
2: About a month or so. But uh, without getting too much into it, the job stunk and the company was awful. So I, <laughs> I got out of
1: there.
2: <laughs> hey, so man, I, I got out of there. Self-awareness.
1: Self-awareness is key there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And then two or three weeks later, I got an email from uh, somebody else I used to intern with, David Glenn, um, who, who the guy I'm working for now, used to work with. Said they needed, uh, needed a producer. I hit him up. And, and um, now here I am, about to uh, start my... Third or fourth week on the job. So nice. things are going well.
1: Nice, man. Going really well. All right. So, what are you doing? What's your day to day now? Your radio showing, but give us a, for people who may not know what a radio show producer does, give us a quick breakdown.
2: Absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the main things I did as, uh, when I was selling insurance, was I made a lot of phone calls and left a lot of voicemails. Yep. And I'm doing a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> Except, uh, instead of trying to, you know, shove, um, Medicare plans down people's throat. I'm trying to get guests. Um, try to book guests. And we've had some success so far. Uh, Joe Theismann probably being my biggest gift. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so I show up. We're on the air from 5 to 7. So I show up at about a little before 11 or so each morning. Um, have a quick meeting with the, with the hosts and one of the technical people there. And then, yeah, just most of the day really is spent uh, either looking for guests or knocking out um, – small production products for the, uh, stuff for the station because, you know, gotta make money. Yeah. yeah. I do that ads and that kind of thing. So, um, most of the day I'm either sending emails, making phone calls or messing around on Adobe audition. So okay. some of my three favorite things. Um, it is super nice being able to go in at about 11 or so. <laughs> um, you know, it does lead to, you know, like tonight I didn't, I had sort of rush home and rushing home got me home at eight thirty. Yeah. So there's, there's trade-offs, but no rush hour to worry about. Yeah. Um and getting to really do, you know, what I wanna be doing, which yeah. is um, you know, being in the media, uh, covering sports and telling stories. So Nice. Um day to day, that's basically what I'm up to.
1: So what is y'all's radio show? What's the name of it?
2: So it's called the Sports Line, it's on W L N. I Radio. You okay. can listen to it anywhere. It's uh you can stream it on the their website. Okay. So um if you can't get enough of my voice, you can tune in there. I, I make occasional occasional remarks on the show. Um, so yeah, you can listen to it there. Uh, if you happen to be in the Lynchburg area, which I sort of doubt any of you are, um, you can it, it, uh, you can catch it on 105.9 uh, FM. Okay. I'm um, and I.
0: Uh, it was it, uh, cool sorry about I it. don't mean to interrupt. Is yeah, it is yeah, go streaming it. on uh, like radio.com app or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I probably should tell people <laughs> uh, It's just on their,
2: just on their website. <laughs> okay. um, if you just go to their website, uh, the, sh- the stream is live. Got um, it. So right now, you can go listen to whatever they have at this point. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it's the sports line. We've got uh, Dennis Carter, who is a Virginia legend, a Virginia TV legend. He did... Uh, tv um like high school sports especially high school football in the area for 30 plus years now he just comes in he's one of the most wholesome guys you'll ever meet um and that's basically what he's known for around here so um it's been good it's been a lot of fun the the people i'm working with are awesome um i have you know i've been trying to get in touch with uh with Shannon Spake, you still got that contact information,
1: Jacob? Yeah, if yeah, if you need her email, I can get you her email. Absolutely. I can definitely get you an email. I'll, I'll shoot it to you. Now that I have yours, I'll shoot her, I'll shoot her awesome. your email for you. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely, man. Yeah,
2: not to, you
1: know,
2: take advantage of the situation or anything. Hey, man, you got to use your resources. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Hey, yeah, you got
3: to use your resources. Exactly. Yeah, I can get Don't you that. Don't be able to, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, all right, exactly. so... Y'all just do a daily sports show talking about the high topics of the day, right?
2: Basically, yeah. And, you know, we try not to get too um, in the weeds of, like, the X's and O's and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's supposed to be more of a laid-back, fun-type okay. show. Um, one of my favorite segments that we do is uh, called Monday Morning. So, like, it's on Monday. And, uh, we're not on in the morning. Um, but Monday <laughs> Morning is in who is which fan bases or teams or whatever are morning – Something that happened this weekend. Gosh. Gotcha. Um, so you know, m- mine, mine this week was NBC Sports. Rest in peace. You know they're out.
1: Oh yeah, they're that's right. Yeah, NBC, NBC Sports is gone. Yeah, that's right. Mm, yeah, I yeah. didn't
0: know that. Like,
2: at the, so, at, no, the, no, no. the year, at, at the end
1: of the year, at the end of twenty twenty one, they're uh, pushing everything to USA Network. Wow. And
0: some
2: Peacock. If, yeah.
1: Uh, the streaming for service for yep. soccer
2: lovers out there. Yep. Yeah. For soccer lovers yep. out there. But um, so yeah, it's it's a daily. Should we talk about um, you know. Sort of lightheartedly, uh, what's going on? Um, you know, we did, we talk, we get a little bit into strategy and that kind of thing. But really, the idea is just to have fun with it. Um, a nice, you know, way for people on the drive home to relax, okay. you know, while uh, while still getting their sports music.
3: Okay. So we're,
2: we we are we're a nice happy medium. Of, yeah. Um,
1: so what was the uh, what was the consensus? Since we we'll get getting here, the big the big story of it, obviously Super Bowl. Well, not. The winner, the two winners from the ACNFC. What were y'all's? What were your kind of overall thoughts of that then on your radio show?
2: Like, um, who did who did we think was going to get
1: there? Or what do you, you know, how, What do you think of the games?
2: Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So we actually have um, one guy who he's about a year younger than I am, and they hired him as well. Uh, he graduated from Lynchburg College, um, and for or University of Lynchburg, uh, and he's a huge, huge um, Bucks fan. So he was the one guy who, uh, you know, this whole time has been yet Bucks the whole way, Bucks the whole way, which makes sense because you know they got Tom Brady and a ton of really good players. It does. But I don't think any does. of us wanted to believe it. it,
1: it, it <laughs> and that's a fair breakdown because I think we I brought up Kevin's correct call earlier at the well earlier in the football season, but we had a couple people who were on here who thought the Bucks were going to go like eight and eight and miss the playoffs and here they are in the Super Bowl. Been saying it, I feel like we say it every year, you can't bet against Tom Brady until the man's dead. I mean, this guy... <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, 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 you keep thinking, like, we see. We saw Drew Brees' arm fall off. Aaron Rodgers just seems can't to get past this NFC Championship game. He's glad he got that Super Bowl way back when because he would be sitting For there sure. a big ofer if not. I mean everybody it seems to be getting hurting and Tom Brady has somehow made a deal with the devil and he is out here just slanging it now yes he did throw three picks he tried to give that game away and the Packers just couldn't get past that voodoo but yep I mean well, funny I, enough go ahead
2: so yeah I would say funny enough um you can't bet against Brady and I don't think you'll meet anybody who's watched football in the past 20 years and have, would seriously try to argue that they don't think Tom Brady is good <laughs> but my, I have a, one of the hosts of our show, and I don't know how much of it he's doing to get under uh, our guy Anthony's skin. I don't know how much of he's doing it to be devil's advocate. But he swears Brady's been carried to every single championship he has. There's people he's out like there. He's Vinat- like, Vinat- Vinat- won them for him, you yes. know? It was, it's all a defense. And, like, you know, there are – in my opinion, there are points that – he obviously doesn't get there without good teams around him,
0: but that's football. Yeah, people, football isn't basketball.
2: People where do that for
1: the
0: greats. I mean, you, I, I jokingly see that about LeBron all the time too. And yeah, you can make some arguments here there, but like people, people just disrespect the greatness of of, of certain athletes. Well, there's just, if especially if you don't like him. Yes, yeah. And Tom there's Brady's some, pretty unlikable. LeBron yeah. can be unlikable. Yeah, and
1: there's just some people who just want to, like you said, play the devil's advocate and play something else. We've had right. Alex Sharon, who's been on here and was on here way before. Oh, God. He, he, How's he doing? Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's he's not doing great because Tom Brady's back in the Super Bowl. And me and him got into a big, big, nice little debate about that same scenario. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, all that kind of good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, to me, the hardest thing is going to be I don't like betting against Patrick Mahomes, and I've been saying I can't bet against Tom Brady. Well, now they're sitting there in the big game, and it's like, oh, you know, I don't Walking know. Hard place, Jacob. Say so, what? Well, yeah, exactly. I, I I just don't. I mean, don't bet. <laughs> I want to say, yeah, don't bet. Yeah, I'm. You yeah. know, but I, I just I want to say the Chiefs' offense is just too much. I mean, we we were talking about it before before you got on, Tommy, with with Duvall and, and Kevin. It's like they get down and we saw it last year. We've seen it during the regular season. We just saw it. Any most every team, if you muff a punt and immediately give up a 9-0 lead, most of the time they they kind of start crumbling and they and they press. When the Chief when the Chiefs press, you don't want them to press. Like all of a sudden it just opens up everything and they're like, "Oh, okay." Let's go, and then it's just like now we okay. gotta try now, and then all of a sudden you turn around, and you're like, wait, weren't we just up 9-0? Now it's twenty seven to nine. What just happened? Before you could even like go to the bathroom or grab an extra beer, it's crazy.
0: That's the craziest thing about that team is you know, oh, let's say they give up a touchdown. Oh darn, we gotta put Patrick Mahomes and the offense back on the field. <laughs> Shoot,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, it's crazy. And a Mahomes we we thought would be ho- hobbled with a turf toe. And, obviously, we knew he wasn't going to – regardless if he had a concussion or not, obviously, he didn't whatever he got, he wasn't missing this game. They were going to find yeah. some way to fudge them records or fudge his stuff. He was not going to – he wasn't – Chad, he wasn't starting that AFC Championship <laughs> game. But, regardless, it didn't look like he had anything wrong with him. I mean, it was – it was it's, it's unreal.
3: Yeah. Well, where – Then the tough part about it is is just like – like Buffalo, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where you kind of said you kind of want to play them close, you know, versus you being blown out. Are you being up on them? Because at that point it's like, oh, okay, this is where we want them. And then when they sit up and start playing, it's like, now they're coming for you. And that's kind of what Buffalo felt. It was like, okay, we're up nine. Then it's like, okay, now it's nine, seven. Then it's like, okay, next thing you know, it's 14 Then it's yeah. 21. The next thing you know, you're like, they're pressing. And then next thing you know, people are making mistakes. And that's how Kansas city gets you. So, um, I don't think no lead is safe at least the, the sad part is is no lead is safe with either of these quarterbacks you <laughs> see what Tom Brady's done yeah so it's like you, you really never know so um I, I don't know who to bet well I'm not a betting person yeah. either but as far as a pick em, I don't know I'm gonna just point left to right and go with that yeah <laughs> yes yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's gonna be so, it's gonna be real tough on that aspect like you said Duvall I mean it's just like and and you I feel like and Kevin would know it. the Browns just played and the Panthers played. The Panthers played, what, three out of the four teams that were in the championship game this year. They played the Bucks twice, obviously, in the division. Played the Chiefs. They did not play the Bills, but they played the Packers. Lost all of them, but we got to watch them at least up close for one one game out of our season. And the Panthers stole some possessions from the Chiefs, and I feel like that's what you have to do. You've got to do some fake punts. You've got to go for it fourth and whatever it may way not be. I know, Kevin, You we were talking earlier the same thing about that final one. How much do you think the Browns should have on that instead of punting the ball back to I know it was Chad Henney. It was tough. It but was tough. Yeah. You, that's possessions you have to almost I, steal back.
0: Yeah, there were some people that you know, it was a fourth and nine, which was the problem, I think, and if you don't convert there, you, you might you might lose the game. I mean, the play calling on that shouldn't have shouldn't have gotten to fourth and nine, I guess, which is what sucks. But I, I agreed with punting the ball and I mean if you can't stop Chad Henney.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I
0: don't deserve to win. <laughs> yeah. So, question for you all: How much do you buy
2: into that? You know, I guess conspiracy is a good word for it about the concussion, no concussion, because that was a big talking point on our show for a while. Um, was, I is it here's concussed? where I, is it, I don't. I mean, is obviously in first place.
1: Yeah, I I looked at there was a guy on Twitter, the Doctor Cho, who always comes out and like kind of does. He's a real doctor, but he, he comments on injuries. He was saying he doesn't think it was a concussion. It was almost like a um, the, the same kind of people who pass out when they see blood needles. Mm-hmm. That's what he thinks that the nerve got pinched. So when he got up and got wobbly legs, that's what it was. Now, I honestly think if he hadn't gotten up and didn't get wobbly legs and show wobbly legs on national TV, I think he gets back in the game. You yeah. know? But since he, he stood up, for sure. yeah, since he stood up, he at least would have missed a series or two. But since he stood up and his legs gave out and his eyes was kind of foggy, there's no way in the 2021 NFL they're letting you come back in no matter what. No.
0: But I knew he that wasn't was, going to
1: miss the next game.
0: Right. That was the weird thing. Was I mean, if you go back and look at the play, I was trying to figure out. I was like, it didn't look like he got hit in the head. You know, maybe yeah, that. Was a big back, you know, he went he flung forward. But I was like, yeah, there's no way <laughs> after yeah. after watching him stand up like that. I'm like, holy crap, Mahomes is out of the game. The Browns
1: actually have a chance. (laughs) Yeah. So, the conspiracy on that, I don't know if it was – I think it's just the NFL. And, I mean, if they don't win the game, they'd be cool with Baker Mayfield going against Josh Allen in the AFC Championship game. But Mahomes, like I said, barring something crazy, he's not missing that game, nor is he missing a Super Bowl. Everybody should be on lockdown, no COVID, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know necessarily about the conspiracy. I just know that it didn't seem like a, a concussion because if, even if you look at it, his head doesn't necessarily hit anything. That, that was my point always was that,
2: you know, the whole time you watch the hit or whatever, you're just waiting for the helmet to helmet or someone to slam his head into the ground or something like that, and it never really happens. Yeah. So, like... Right. It yeah,
0: was a clean hit, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, just... The, like bicep to the yeah. neck, basically. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think if he takes a second to gather himself and doesn't get up, you know, looking super concussed, yeah, super, super concussed, then he's back in that game, yeah. Um,
1: but they've kind of they kind of spoke to that when the, the new rules were starting to, to come in the league years ago about how they were saying. And you'll see some players and teammates react when players get hit hard. They'll tell them to stay down. Because if you do have any sort of inkling to try to trick the training staff and to let you back in, you stay down and you don't grab your head initially. Because if you grab your head or you get wobbly legs, they letting you back in. But, you know, he got up, he wobbled, and he did not come back. So, you know, that's... The history on that ended up not mattering too much. Yeah, exactly. I, and and to go back to that Bills Chiefs game, I I just I think Sean McDermott came out today and he said he was cool with kicking that field goal near the halftime. I mean, you're not going to be- morale, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah morale. You, you, listen, <laughs> you're not beating the Chiefs with field goals. You're not beating Mahomes with field goals. I'd rather get the touchdown or not get a touchdown and be like, look, you know what? We have to score touchdowns because. There, well, I mean, you had to. There, field goals well, I anything mean, to get it done. He made a two possession game, a two possession
0: game. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I that leads. So, I mean, that's that's the same thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. That that's passes. what I'm saying. You can't. I mean, yeah. three points against a a guy that can just heave it up to some of the fastest players in the league or hand it off to him. It's you know, so that it will be interesting with two weeks to prepare with both staffs. They have that veteran leadership on both sides of the ball, how do they scheme against this? And, I mean, Mahomes looks pretty unstoppable. But the Bucs have somewhat showed up, but they showed some weakness. If you can get in Brady's lap, Brady's going to take some chances. You can get some picks. I mean, if the Packers just convert some of those picks into points, it's a whole other – it's a different game. But they couldn't do it. I mean, it was unreal. That's the scariest thing about the Chiefs is, I mean, you look at the
0: game they played against Miami. I think Mahomes threw three interceptions. And they beat him by like thirty points. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so even the games where he turns the ball over, which yep. you know he only threw, I think, like five interceptions this year. So even if you can, you know, force interceptions or turnovers, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win.
2: And you never want to face, you know, Andrew Reid's got an incredible track record with two weeks of preparation, an yeah. extra week of preparation. So it'd be really interesting to see, you know, which which gives. Um, <laughs> Because there's a lot of rocket-hard-place type uh, matchups between yeah. these two guys, I feel like. Well, he,
1: Andy Reid finally has the quarterback that he's been wanting for his entire coaching career, right? Yeah. Like, yep. he's gone through about every single quarterback possibility, from a Michael Vick to a Kevin Cobb to a Doug Pete Like, he's gone through everybody. So, yep. he's finally got a yeah. guy. McNabb, that's what I'm saying. McNabb, To like and he's one with different guys, so he's finally got a guy that can cover up some of those mistakes he made because everybody makes mistakes, and Mahomes just does crazy things that you're yep. like, oh, okay, cool. So,
2: yeah. and a- to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That was the plan.
1: <laughs> and Arians usually was similar to Reed in the aspect that he would always get so close and then completely drop the ball in a big game. Panthers years ago when we beat them 42-10 – Years the year before that when the they Panthers, also had their like third yeah third no 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 no, no that, that was no that was the year no that was the year that uh, Carson Palmer was there the year before when we were okay. seven eight and one and they came here oh, yeah, yes right. that was with right, John right. Skelton or whatever it was but still I forgot that there was two weeks and three years in a row that yes was. yes so but he but even then dated back to the other years he even when he was when he subbed in with the Colts for Pagano when he had cancer. They ended up losing. I think that was the the forty two point game, or maybe it was a year before. I don't know whichever one they lost to the cheat or the Chiefs. No, wait, the Colts came back and won that one. But they they fumbled it somewhere in there. So he hasn't gotten over that hump to be the big game. He was Ben Roethlisberger's quarterbacks coach when the Steelers won a couple you know many moons ago. But other than that, he hasn't done it. That's the not league. the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> so. so,
3: and that, and that's the big thing about it too is it's going to come down to to me ultimately. It's going to be coaching. And, I mean, you got to think about it. The Chiefs, pretty much their whole staff was just there last year. A huge bulk of their starters were there last year. You know, and then you've got Tampa Bay, who's got Tom Brady, who's the only one that's been there. Sue was there a couple of years ago with the the Rams. I think Pierre Paul might have been on that Giants team. I'm not for sure. You know, so you – I mean, Antonio Brown's got a little bit of experience. But outside of that, you've got a lot of young guys – and, I mean, it depends on how the moment is for them. Okay, the NFC Championship thing is, is one thing. Super Bowl is a whole other level. Yeah. And, of course, we know that all too well here as a Panthers fan. So, you know, it, it it's going to be tough to see how he handles the next two weeks, how he handles his team, how they bounce back from adversity, because there's going to be some situations where the Chiefs really are on their shit during the game, and you're yeah. just like, hey, you got to be able to figure it out. You know, so – I I, I really hope it's not like a route where it's like, okay, where the first quarter and a half is all adrenaline and it's interesting, but then you look up that first drive or the first two drives of the third quarter by the Chiefs, and now they're up 21.
1: What you're hoping for is you ain't hoping for Seattle-Denver. Yeah. (laughs) First play of the game, snap over their head. Touchdown. The next <laughs> I was play, and, and then next play, and then just throw, I mean, just thinking about that. I, I honestly could see that. I, I honestly, with a team like the Bucks, who they gave it away. Like Green Bay was ended up till the end. You know, I don't think. The, again, we're talking about going for it. Green Bay should have gone with the gone for the touchdown. Down eight. If you don't get it, you still have your three timeouts. You can still pin them, pin them again, and get the ball back and, and have Aaron Rodgers. But you got to steal those possessions, and I wonder. The Chiefs are going to be ready for that. But, I, again, we can see the Chiefs jump out to 20 some leads, and you're like, oh, I mean, it's just so fast. I don't know who's going to cover Tyreek Hill. I don't know who's going to cover Hardman. And then who's going to cover Kelsey if you double those guys? I, we're going to find out.
3: And then they got a find decent out. run game, too, so you got to be able to count for the run game, too. Yeah.
1: So, Kevin, as a Browns fan, do you feel any uh, satisfaction to see that Antonio Brown – and Le'Veon Bell in the Super Bowl after the Steelers had all their drama with those two.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm indifferent. Like yeah, I, I I since when they left the Steelers, once they're off the Steelers, I don't really care. Okay. honestly. Um, I mean, I think Antonio Brown's kind of crazy, but he's he's a, he was a really good follow on Twitter for a while. It kept me really <laughs> entertained. So, so, any any kind of hatred I had against him, you know, I kind of lost it, but. I don't know, that's just the history of the Steelers. Like They don't really pay their guys, and they kind of let people walk, especially wide receivers, Yep. and uh, they just replace them with talented players.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to do it again. Juju's yeah. going to walk, but they've got Claypool, and they've got James Washington. I mean, it is crazy how it goes. But it, it would be, to me, if the way both of those players left and, and the Steelers nation trashed both of them to see – Potentially, one of them's going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. One of them's going to win. To see that happen would, would kind of be at least if I was Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown, that's a good swift kick to the nuts of Steelers Nation. I mean, that's, yeah, or at
0: least to uh, oh, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, at least to Ben Roethlisberger because he sold all of them out. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, yeah. like to me, at least one of those two. Uh, I mean, Le'Veon Bell seems like to not, not be as big of an asshole as Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown's got his legal stuff. But at least that would be my first call or text – after I see all my people would definitely be at all the Steelers people who just berated them for all the stuff that they did because that's just how pettiness works. So
3: <laughs> And I think Antonio you know, Brown has a ring, right? Uh, I don't I don't I think, don't think so. so. He doesn't have it was I
1: don't know. He, he wasn't was wasn't
3: in where's Jeeves? We need to
1: I know down. where is Jeeves? They uh, I'll look nah, it up. He, there,
2: he, he he wasn't around when
0: Ben won his.
2: Right. I don't think he does. I don't think Antonio Brown has one. Okay, but. so he doesn't have one. Okay. I, I thought he had I don't, one. I okay, thought
1: I'm, he was – because, like, his rookie year – oh, no. He, wa- he was on the team that lost to Green Bay. Right. Oh, okay, so he, made he made was a appearance. He, he was a rookie. He was a rookie when they lost to Green Bay. Okay. So, other than that, that's just – so he does not – he has an appearance but does not have a ring. So – and I think, right, that's right. Yep. And Le'Veon came after him a couple years after that in the second yeah. round. So, yeah. yeah.
3: But one of, the, one of them will definitely get one. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I guarantee you that they'll have some type of – they'll they'll throw some jabs at the Steelers. I'm pretty oh, sure of yeah. that. And if I was them, I, I, I would do it too. You know, yeah. how the Steelers fans are, how they treated them.
1: Yeah. Now, also, you know, moving on from the Super Bowl, speaking of Roethlisberger and older quarterbacks, I mean, we've got a big – Another potential offseason with big turnover. I mean, Roethlisberger says coming back, but Drew Brees is probably done. Stafford's going somewhere else. It seems like... Aaron
2: Rodgers wants a new crop contract.
1: Aaron Rodgers is, is doing his typical Aaron Rodgers cryptic messages. Uh-huh. I want to be here, but I don't want to be here. Maybe I want to go somewhere else. I mean, the Niners seem to be... Like, there's so many teams that seem to be looking for a quarterback. Only like... That's- Seven what or are eight the teams. what
2: going
1: to do. Yeah, only like seven or eight teams really are cool with their quarterback. And then there's four or five guys that could go in the first round. So it, it really is going to be a shuffle. Without, but Kevin, you're sitting good. You got your quarterback. For the first time in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, legitimately for the first time in my life. The Browns, I think, have their quarterback and coach. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to worry. It was so refreshing to be, uh, you know, not, not really worrying about the draft, not. Not worrying about who the, who's going to be the coach, who's going to be the GM, who's going to be the quarterback. <laughs> so, I'll, oh, I the I'll,
1: te- uh, yeah, I'll tee this up to Duvall. Duvall, what what are your thoughts? I hadn't really seen <laughs> you in a couple of weeks. Of What do you think you're cool with with the Panthers? What do you want them to do? As of right now in January, a lot can change.
3: Uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, man. Because, I mean, who knows, man. Next month we can have Deshaun Watson back there. So, yeah. you really never know. Um but I, I, I think I would love for us to go quarterback at eight. The only way I don't see us going quarterback at eight is if, like, for some reason people were jumping us and they just took them, and then we have to settle for the best player available. Um, I don't particularly know their mindset. I don't know how aggressive they're going to be because ultimately a lot can change. Like you said, I mean, we don't know how the Falcons are going to look because the Falcons could be without a quarterback. Detroit's going to be without a quarterback. So those are two guys that'll be going, and then you got the first two picks, first two picks in the draft. So those are four QBs that could potentially be gone before we pick. You know, so now we're sitting at eight. There's no telling what we could do. Um, at, at that point, I do want to go best player available. Um, I do just want a quarterback. I, I mean, if, it, if it's a, if it's Lance and it's a project for another year, that'd be good because to me, I don't see us being five at eleven next year. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of those wins, that the losses that we got last year will translate to wins, and I can see 8, 8, 9, and 7 next year. Not Maybe, ne- maybe not necessarily making the playoffs, but we're going to be picking 15 to 20. And you don't know how the QB pool will look next year because yeah. there may be only a couple that will be coming out. So, um, like I said, it's still January. I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, we'll see what where Deshaun Watson lands. We, we'll see where Matt Stafford lands. We'll see what they do in Atlanta. We'll see as time goes what they talk about with the Jets, too. Are they going to really keep um, Darnold? Um, you know, but but ultimately, we, we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do at quarterback. But it's going to be a real big shuffle. Like, I mean, Stafford could be in Indianapolis. You got to think about it. Cam didn't have a best season, but he at least played a season to where it's like, okay, we can definitely bring him into camp and he can compete somewhere. Yeah. Where he's competing, who knows? Hell, he, they might send him to New Orleans to compete. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, you know. So it, it, it's 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 going to be interesting. I, I the sad part is is I hate it's only January. It sounds bad because <laughs> I, I wish it was late February. We've seen the combine, March, and now you got free agency and pro days. So then you're like, okay, so now we really got the buzz. But right now it's just all see. Smoking.
1: I I feel like though this year it's going to be like so much more secretive because the combine is going to be some kind of like broken up thing. I don't know if we're going to get a lot. I I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to get traded. Jamal Adams just went for two first-round picks as a box safety. Deshaun Watson, you should at least, to me, it's either three or four first-round picks or two first-round picks and a player that's an all-pro. So I get it if you, like I said, yeah, you're going to trade McCaffrey in two firsts all day, but then maybe you have to throw in a second or third in there. But then I start looking at it and I go, good Lord, by then – I, Deshaun Watson was just on a team that finished with the third-worst overall record. Nothing against his fault, but you know how I am weary about trading first-round picks. Injuries happen, teams can stink out of nowhere, and all of a sudden those picks are gold. The, the one thing that you have that's prosperous when your team stinks is, hey, you know what, at least we can pick in the top of the draft and get maybe a difference maker. So that would give me some pause and trading. The whole treasure chest for Deshaun Watson. Not saying he wouldn't be worth it. He sell jerseys and make it exciting, but you're also going to have to take on that salary, and then have to figure out if you're paying DJ Morgan, Robbie Anderson again, offensive and line. We got five guys that ain't coming back. So are we just going to recycle what will happen with? Are we just going to recycle what happened with Cam and just get Deshaun killed here like he got killed in Houston? I don't I was know. Saying,
2: you could stay in Texas for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, exactly. I don't. Not to say that their organizations any better, but I don't know. So I don't know about trade. You know, tra- trade it all out. Stafford, I wouldn't give up the eighth pick, but they want a first rounder. So that's for a thirty one year old quarterback again. But that that to me that would go against everything rules talking about is building a a, a contender. You're going to go get a thirty 31- one. Are you ready to win a Super Bowl? Indianapolis makes more right. sense. Again, it's January, but I, I we don't know this new GM. We kind of can get some feel about because he was in Seattle. But, again, they got lucky with taking Russell Wilson, and that covered up all the bad moves they had ever done. They took a running back in the first round that no one's talking about, Rashad Penny, over. Rashad Penny. Yeah, over. Who did they really want? What was the guy that went this? Oh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. They should have taken Nick Chubb uh, over (laughs) Rashad Penny.
0: Yeah. Kind of saved them from the gigantic money they gave to, I don't even remember the quarterback that they gave the money to.
1: Oh, uh, Matt Flynn. was oh, yes, yeah. Matt yes, Flynn. yes. Matt, Matt Flynn, Flynn was who they wow. signed, and they wanted to start, but Russell he Wilson was going came in and, start up and yeah. <laughs> and so, so I don't know where he's going to be at because again, the draft is a big—it's a big dartboard. But the more chances at it and trading back and getting more picks, you can be more successful. But also, when you get a pick eight, there's there's talent. There's a talent drop there too. So if you get a chance to get an elite talent, take it. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Everyone's clamoring for a quarterback. I. I but don't be shocked if if it's a guy in the fourth round. Don't. I, I just. I just want to prepare hey, you.
2: There are some perfectly good quarterbacks that come out of the fourth round. As a Cowboys fan, let me tell you. That's true. Fourth round can be kind to quarterbacks.
1: That's true. I just know this fan base out here right now is going bananas. And if they, if. <laughs> If the quarterback move is going to be cut Will Greer, sign P.J. Walker again, and then pick up a a guy in the fourth round, people are going to go crazy. But if it turns out good, it'll be okay. I'm not putting all my eggs in this basket yet. I know they want a quarterback, but I don't think they're going to reach necessarily to go out of the way. But, again, I could be crazy. They could be working a deal right now, and all this could be just made fun of later on.
3: So how do you how do you feel like what what do you
1: want at eight or, or, or I know it's I, 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 I right now I'm on the on the uh, what's his name uh the guy you brought up the quarterback from North Land. Coast State yeah I'm on the last State because Bridgewater's got to be here for another at least another year do do the Alex Smith Mahomes scenario let him come in and sit Bridgewater's a good dude overall he's not gonna pout about it he's not gonna whine about it let that roll uh. But if it's not him and it's not a run, I can see the corner. I can see Sertan and, or an offensive lineman. I mean, really, depending on this, I really look at how the free agency is going to play. But I, but honestly, do, we, do any of us really know? Besides Trevor Lawrence, do any of us really know how the guys are going to – I mean, we don't even know how Trevor Lawrence is going to do, but he's obviously the number one pick. That's easy right. money. Don't let anybody fool you on that. But there's just so many, like, because the college football year – Ohio State only played what six games, seven games. Yeah. Trey Lance played one game. There's a quarterback yeah. at the Senior Bowl who set out because he didn't want to get COVID. Who now people are starting Jamie to- Newman, yeah, J- yeah, him. So like, there's all this chatter that like, there's guys going to be coming out of woodwork. Like, wait, who's this guy? Because you haven't seen him play in two years. So I don't know. You know, I could I could see us taking a certain at eight and getting it if a Newman slides down the second or third round and doing that because we're but also go ahead, Tommy.
2: Yeah, no, and I'll, I'll say, um, as a Wake Forest guy, you know, I, I watched Newman play for a couple of years, and he could do worse. Yeah. He could do a lot worse. He was set to be the starter at Georgia this year before things, you know, hit the fan, so um, he's a strong guy. He's got a pretty good arm. He's really mobile, so you never know.
1: And, and, and they're at a spot with Teddy where they feel like they could take a guy in the second or third round and go, okay, well, at least we can go with Teddy, but we'll compete. But maybe he's a little higher upside athletically, and and not have to rush him in. Where if they if that's how their board falls, and they don't think, you know, this guy's worth it at eight. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to get my hopes too up. Like I'm not on the. I get to Deshaun Watson height, but I don't want to trade the farm. Yeah. yeah. And then and then be left with him doing the same thing that he did in Houston, where you're you're eight and eight or five and eleven, and you're just trying it, and then we waste his career
3: like we did Cam's kind of thing. So I don't know. But if the price so thats what kind of how that's where I'm at with it for him, like wherever if, if he gets traded or if he goes somewhere else, because you think about it, Houston's in, what the AFC championship game last year. Yeah, that's so, true. And then now now look at where they are. So, I mean, of course, a, a, it's a year to year thing. But I mean, I would love if he does leave, he goes somewhere where at least he's able to contend and has an opportunity, you know, because if he comes here, I got a strong feeling if we give up a couple first. Yeah, he's we don't. Stuck. We don't
1: have the juice. Miami no. and Miami and New York have the juice, right? They both got multiple picks in the top couple rounds. Miami even can dangle Tua if they wanted to. Oh, yeah. If they really wanted to, they could dangle Tua, one of their first rounders this year and one next year, and still have a first round pick this year yeah. with it and, and and go with that route. So. I just don't know if we've got the ammo, again, I, you know, and if you do have the ammo, do you want to give up that much for it when, you know, yes, I get a franchise. But then, does this, this, this Houston even, I don't think they want to trade him, and they have all the power. He signed the contract. What's he going to do, just sit out? I mean, that's cool, but unlike James Harden in Houston where he can make the whole team miserable, I mean, it's there's only so much you can do in the NFL when you hold out.
2: Deshaun Watson doesn't seem to be the kind of, guy who would hold out. Yeah. I mean he seems like too too committed to like you know, he might be, you know, you know, screw the screw the front office, screw powers that be, but, you know, I'm out here with my guys every day and uh-huh. I don't wanna you know I don't wanna screw them. That's true. But um yeah, I mean but we have seen, you know, not really quarterbacks, but you know, we've seen running backs hold out. Yeah. Um
1: well they got that short so, shelf life. Now I'll give you the floor a little bit true, there, Tommy. True. You as you're a Cowboys fan, which did you grow up in North Carolina? I did. So yeah. how are you a Cowboys fan?
2: So my I have family from Dallas.
1: Oh okay. um, okay. and I have
2: family that still lives in Dallas. And the first before I really so none of my family's from North Carolina, so they didn't care about the Panthers at okay. all. So the first football I ever really watched that I could be brainwashed into caring about was Cowboys football. And the, one of the first games I can remember watching was uh, over Thanksgiving, Tony Romo's sort of breakout when he finally, with that the year, he took over for Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. And watching a bunch of – watching football, watching Cowboys football with a bunch of really excited Cowboys fans when things are going well, is pretty intoxicating. And they just didn't tell me, you know, that they're the worst when they're back. Yeah. The absolute <laughs> worst. Um, I wish I had been told that. I might have thought a little more about it, but – yeah, so I, I get I catch some flack for being a bandwagon fan of a team that has won playoff games in my entire lifetime.
1: Which is, <laughs> you
2: know, pretty impressive, but
1: so, uh, so, what are you what are you what are you feeling for you guys picking up in the top ten?
2: So we're um, I think last time I saw actually we were yeah, I guess we are in the top ten. Um I just I it all sort of to me at least centers around what they end up doing with that? Yeah, because they've they've got the skill pieces on offense. Um, they've got you know they've got Amari Cooper. They've got uh, Ceedee Lamb. Looks like he's going to be a beast for hey, a while. I've got plenty of wide receivers. Um, Tony Pollard is a really good compliment to
1: Zeke. Um, so you're picking tenth. W- Dallas is picking tenth.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I think what we're, we're going to need to really strengthen is we saw what happens when you play an entirely backup offensive line, which is your running game struggles and your quarterback shatters his ankle into oblivion. Um, so I think we got to shore things up there. I sort of doubt that's where they'll go at 10. Um, I have a feeling like at 10, they'll probably, you know, we need some secondary help as well. Um, especially uh, we never really replaced Byron Jones after, after losing him last year. So, like to see them probably go defensive with a pick, um, but really, you know, and you know, sort of, you know, like, like we've said, at ten, I think it's more just about best player available than necessarily um, than fit.
1: As long as it's Harden. not a wide receiver. As
2: long as it's not a wide receiver, because <laughs> y'all about or, maxed more, out. We're tight end. Yeah, we're tight end. We're good on tight ends too, especially if uh, Blake Jarwin comes back uh, full and healthy. Really missed him this year, I think. Um, but yeah, I think they've got, we've got, we've got a lot to do. Um, even with, even if we do get Dak back healthy, um, which, you know, that's, that's no guarantee at this point. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if they end up deciding to bring him back, actually pay him, you know, if they don't, where do they go from there? God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cause I mean, we saw Andy Dalton was, Okay. Yeah. Serviceable at times. But, uh, yeah. he's a good backup. Yeah. He's a good backup for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben DiNucci's not going to be it. Doesn't nope. look like. <laughs>
1: nope.
2: Um uh, Garrett Gilbert looked pretty good. Yeah. I, I still can't
1: believe he's in the league, man. He just pops around. Yeah. He's been around it forever. He was on the Browns. He's been on the Panthers. He's been in the AAF. He's been in the XFL. He's been everywhere, man.
0: So he, uh, yeah. he went to the same high school as Baker, actually.
1: Yeah. Cool. Our, yeah i did i didn't know that i yeah. remember he came in for colt mccoy in that national championship game against bama when he was a true freshman and colt mccoy busted his shoulder all to pieces and then i was like oh dang and they're like yeah, this guy's supposed to be great and then he hung around hung around i still can't believe he's i mean colt mccoy's still in the league but it's just crazy yeah that's yeah.
0: that's even more
1: <laughs> yeah so but yeah all right well we'll do a quick uh Two weeks before, a week and a half before Super Bowl picks, and then we'll do it again next week, obviously, before the game, in case anybody changes their mind, someone gets popped with COVID or something like that. That, to me, would be crazy if some of the big star players somehow get caught going out or whatever it and that that just You can't. can't No, you can't do it. You can't. But, listen. Somebody will. Yes.
2: I guarantee you somebody
1: will. Somehow females always win. And... I'm just saying, some people ain't strong when they need some some loving on the side or something. So, two weeks is a, a long time. <laughs> you'd, <laughs> hope, you'd hope you'd they wait until after Super Bowl. Duval. Yeah. All right, Kevin, who you thinking? Uh, I,
0: I think I've talked myself into the Chiefs. Chiefs by double digits.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think it'll be close for a bit, and they'll they'll just pull away.
1: It'll be close when the kickoffs at zero zero, and then it'll just be, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll be. It'll be back and forth for a little bit, but I think Brady's going to make some mistakes and uh, show his age, maybe finally, maybe finally, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count him out. But yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are just too good. I think they win by fourteen or so.
1: Duvall,
3: um, I'm I'm kind of on the same wave with Kevin. I'm I'm going to go Chiefs. I I don't know if it'll be double digits, but I think it's going to be one of those things where it's the score is not going to be as more of a reflection of how different the game is. So I think it might be a eight, nine point win, but it might be a last second score by Tempe or something like that. But um, I just think ultimately what it's going to be is just going to be coaching and then just the quarterback play. And that's not a knock that Brady won't play well. He may play very well. But I think Mahomes is just going to elevate it to a whole nother level, and I think that pace that Kansas City plays with, I don't think that Tampa Bay is going to be prepared for it. So, I've got Kansas City.
1: All right, Tommy.
2: Man, my my head says all says Kansas City should win. My heart says I really really want Tom Brady to lose. Yeah. But, man, he's in the Super Bowl again, man. I just yeah. I just don't know how to. I've bet against him every week so far. Thought he would stumble. He hasn't yet. Um, so, I, as much as I hate to say it, man, shout out to my my uh, my new coworker Anthony. I'm picking the Bucks. Wow. Um, I'll be very happy if I'm wrong. I, I hope to be wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm guessing Bucks by four. We'll say okay. Bucks by four.
1: Yeah, I, it's hard. To, again, I, I don't like betting against Tom Brady. It, but I just I can't see that defense stopping him. But, again, it's the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens. I mean, the one thing Peyton Manning's done that Tom Brady hasn't is win a Super Bowl with two separate organizations. Though Tom Brady has a shit ton of rings. I mean, if he does this, there's no arguing about the greatest quarterback. I mean, this is that's already been put to bed. I mean, doing this again with another team. But, yeah, him, him going out and Mahomes going back-to-back would be the first team going back-to-back since I think the Patriots did it. What like early two thousands, and they do it yep. again in in, in the mid two thousands. So that or would be kinda, 2000s, I think kind of kind of like a right. passing of the torch, you would say there. So yeah, I just I just can't and go go against Mahomes.
2: And I'm certainly I, I want that result. I if you know I would be happy with a competitive game that ended with you know Kansas City winning by fourteen or so. Yeah. Um, or honestly. A competitive half that ended with Kansas City winning by <laughs> fourteen or so, but it's just really, really, really tough yeah. <laughs> to say. I don't think Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl just because I've seen it happen too many times. Yeah. Um. But you know th- he has gotten there and lost,
3: so yes, it's he not is.
2: unprecedented. He has. Um. But yeah, I, I I sort of I just have a really hard time seeing it happen. Yeah. As good as the Chiefs are, I think the Chiefs are the better team. Don't get me wrong. I think top to bottom, the Chiefs are better than this Bucks team. But I think the Bucks will be able to be better for sixty minutes.
1: Yeah. All right. So now's the time. It's our uh, Warehouse Distillery, wanted Under the Bridge notebook. Tommy, you go ahead and pick your question from the stuff I've sent to you. While we do yeah, that. Yeah, I got you. I I've already sure.
2: actually been thinking about it. And I've got one, but you can. Go okay. Ahead yeah. So other stuff.
1: before before we jump into that. First, I was gonna tell Duvall, I did pick you up some shrimp today for the Super Bowl. So since <laughs> I know you're on your little pescatarian until I Easter, so I'm gonna since I'm gonna smoke some smoke some wings and smoke some ribs. So I didn't want you to be, feel like you was left out. So I grabbed you some shrimp, got them in the freezer. We'll get them things. How would you like your shrimp season, Duvall?
3: Man, hey man, listen, surprise me. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, all right, so good, man. All right,
1: we'll throw those on there. But we do have to do our, uh, our pick them top 10. As we talked about, me and Duval are first or second. All favorites third. Quarters fourth. Danielle's fifth. Lurs is sixth. Logan seventh. Brittany McKinney's eighth. Paris is ninth. And Gadet is tenth. I don't see a lot of those changing because it's only one point left. Kevin, you quit long ago. I think I'm you, sorry. you might still be in front of <laughs> Jeeves. I can't recall. <laughs> it, but yeah, you quit long ago. You're down year, there.
0: Next year, I'll pick till the end. Yeah, I you, did last year. I just that was that was distracted by good football.
1: Hey, that's it. That's why you gotta you gotta fill those things out yeah. way before, or at least do it so so you can't you know forget. But um, let me see, let me see where Kevin actually you did end up. Where's the pick at? Let's see the standings. Kevin, you are thirty sixth for you not picking for. for- we're not picking. You're you're with you're with the group. I think it stops right around uh, Jeeves. I think Jeeves is the last person who's still picking, and he's 22nd. So <laughs> it's a, it's a battle it's a battle of attrition. You got to hang on. Out of forty eight people, you know, over half quit, and the other half kept going. It's so a it's a battle of attrition there. So you got your goal set next year. All right, Tommy, what question you got for us? I,
2: first, I gotta ask Duvall is that a is that one of the Mint City? Yeah, so city it, hats. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. That is Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love those. I love those. Anyway. All right. So uh, my question comes from a guy who I believe um, worked at Fox while I was there. Buck.
1: Yep. Big still buck. there. Still there.
2: Uh, great. That's great to hear. Um, so this is a good one. So you have to evacuate your house in five minutes. Um, what is the first thing you grab and why? Damn. Cuz everything everything else is going to everything else is going to be destroyed.
1: So, but we're not talking people, right?
2: No, not living, not people or okay. um Cuz I'd have to say like then you're going to
1: make me decide between my son and my wife and I was like, "Ooh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will put you in that
2: position. Yeah, put you in Okay. That so, <laughs> everybody,
1: every person is safe in the house. They've got made it out, but uh, yeah, uh,
2: They they could all bring shit too. Okay.
1: So, a, a, an object. Uh this one, a variation of this question comes up like every six months. Someone puts a variation of it in the notebook. Mm-hmm. It's always good to revisit. One thing I would I would grab. There's, a, I mean, you guys have seen my basement, so it's very tough to choose yeah. to choose. There's so much good stuff down here, but what I think I would grab. Uh, it's been up there. You guys have all seen it. That jersey from our wedding, that oh, everyone yeah, signed absolutely. as the guest book. That would probably be the one thing if I had to grab something, obviously, a material thing would, be, would, would probably be it.
0: That's
2: tough. That's, yeah. good, that's the tough one to top. That's the
1: yeah.
0: good one. Um, I'll go. I'm <clears throat> going through my head trying to figure out. I've got a box. Is that, is that, is that, is that If it can fit in a box, it counts. <laughs> if it can fit in a box, it counts. There is a box of uh, a lot of you – know, I've been collecting like, sports cards, like rookies stuff like that, uh, some other collectible cards in there that require, are going up in value. Now I've got a couple of Colin Sexton rookie cards that are they're skyrocketing <laughs> now. i got, got a little investment in a Baker rookie that's still, nice, still nice. in there. <laughs> so I guess if I had to replace a lot of things, I'd be grabbing that and uh, trying to flip that to replace all the things I lost in my house.
1: So, Kevin, what you need to do <laughs> is, see, I have some of those too, but they're in a fireproof safe. See, we do have a fireproof see, safe so you that put, has like my
0: my like paperwork. Yeah, but stuff. see you I put those you,
1: you put those cards in there so when the house burns down, the fireproof <laughs> oh, safe is still there and I'll you just get I'll get a I'll get another fireproof. Yeah, you don't have to grab that. You can let that burn, you grab something that's else. True. That's just that's, that's just helping it's just, you know, thinking of different ways.
3: Smart. Playing the game, playing the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Duval, Tommy, what y'all got?
3: Tommy, you can go first. I'm still thinking. All right, yeah,
2: no worries. So um, you guys might all honestly be able to see it, but if we're not talking practical things, practical things I'd probably take my computer.
1: But
2: this this right here, this framed picture, is uh, the Daily Tar Heel edition, or or the edition of the Daily Tar Heel from the day after uh, we won Natty um, national title back in 2017. So given that I have no idea if I'd be able to get another copy of that, Definitely that. Okay. Um, because you know that's that was a big part of half of my college experience was being devastated in the national title against Villanova and then winning in the next year. So that uh that framed papers come totally with
1: me. Yeah.
3: If I you know if I had to you know not my laptop. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So Tommy, you kind of you kind of got gave me an idea. So um good. And like I said, you kind of spoke to like, like just uh, fireproof safe so I can throw stuff in there. So I'm not really worried about that. But there's a, um, going up my steps, there's a, a frame. My mom framed my, uh, my tassel when I graduated from college. When I graduated from college, um, my brother who was handicapped, his picture is on top of my tassel. And it's framed and it's just sit there and it's like a little quote that my mom has. So I would leave it with that because I know I couldn't get that back. But yeah. um and it's kinda big, so it's not something that I could put in like yeah. my safe is really small. So it's like <laughs> gonna fit. So yeah, so that that would be what I would t- I would take with everything else, you know, as much as I would love. I mean I can I can replace a PlayStation a TV, yeah. and T V and that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Some stuff you can't.
1: So That's a good ke- question too. Yeah, it was. So Kevin, you brought up the cards thing because obviously mm-hmm. I, you know I, You've seen the card.
0: I saw you started to. Uh, so do so a
1: little bit. I've got a funny story on that. With I don't know. Every time I go to Walmart or Target or whatever, I like to go by the card section just to be amazed at how they're all sold out now. Like it's right. crazy how no one was buying sports cards and now the they're skyrocketing. They're insane amount mm-hmm. of prices, right? So I was in Target every time I've gone to Walmart past three weeks gone. Now there were some. There was today when I was at Walmart. There were some packs of. Uh, Tops baseball cards, because baseball season hasn't started yet, so those are going to start peeling out. Tops baseball cards, they're the new cards, but they made them look old and vintage kind of thing. I'm not really a baseball card guy. I didn't want to spend my 20 bucks. If it was basketball or football, I would have scooped some, but I'll leave those for the other people. Anyway, at Target, when I had that tweet, we go there, and they're all wiped out. Well, they're still sitting there. There's these boxes of the uh, panini or whatever it is. And I, yeah, And, I, and I, I pick it up, I'm like, oh, this is great. And they had a couple of the single packs left, buy it. Didn't necessarily, as soon as I picked it up, my son kind of grabbed it out of my hand. So I didn't get to really read the packaging until I got home after we had bought it. It was a trading card game. Oh. So it was actually Uh-oh. what it was. But it looks, on the front, it looks like a regular box of cards. It says 55 cards, one pack, two hollows, rookies, all it is is, and you open it up, and it's got like a paper mat you can set down that's a football field, and you would play like you would play like the Christian McCaffrey card for a run up the middle for eight, and then if I was playing you, Kevin, you'd play a defense card where it stop a Great. play, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me! This thing was seventeen dollars, and then that little a small pack was like four ninety nine. I was like, well, I guess I'm going back to Target and returning this joint tomorrow, but now I knew why it was the only packs left because they were just. Wow. They're not real. They weren't real. They were just, and it wasn't even like a constant like I went through the whole thing. I was like, well, maybe there's a constellation of like a couple packs in here. No, right. it was just like a, a trading card game. And when I first saw the box, I was thinking, oh, like trading cards. Until I really got it home and looked at it, I was like, wait a second, this isn't what I think it is.
0: Right, not so, trading as you- That's crazy that that stuff's been sold out. You know, yeah, like around the draft of any any draft. Well, I guess I've i mostly collect like football and basketball. Yeah, I love baseball. I just don't really. I have a few things of baseball I'm yeah. really collected, but around the draft, like whenever they start producing, like whenever the Trevor Lawrence and stuff are rolling out, I'm going to be probably making another
1: investment. Yeah. But it's crazy <laughs> looking on Facebook Marketplace now. People are basically buying those boxes that you get for twenty bucks. Yeah. I would when I was a kid. I would go right before my birthday, or after my birthday. For 20 bucks, go to Target, get one of those season packs, and you'd get, you know, 20 packs with 60 cards in and You'd open them up and all that stuff. They're reselling them for 32 40 50 bucks Right. Unopened packs. And I'm just like, this is crazy. It just amazed me at something literally, uh, you know, back in September when the pandemic had been going on, but it wasn't – I remember walking by the aisles and still seeing them full. Now they are wiped. Like even Pokemon's guard. Pokemon cards are gone. They're wiped out. The only cards that are left Kevin are the Magic and the Yu-Gi-Oh, man. That's it. <laughs> that's all that's uh,
2: left. Yu-Gi-Oh has <laughs> fallen off. I was big in that Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Yeah. Those are the only uh, ones tons left. Of them. Everything else is is like is it's gone. It's crazy. Right. It's just it's just mind-blowing to me how something that like we said in the middle of the pandemic you could look at a card and like, "Oh, okay, maybe that's worth 5 bucks." Now right. you've got LeBron James rookies going for like cool. 20 grand. You got
0: if Only you could go say, back. Yeah, you go
1: back. it you got the Charizard mint for went for a hundred grand or whatever it was like it's insane. I was gonna say that
0: the most expensive card that I have in my collection is actually an old Oh card. Yeah, and it's, uh, which one? It's a morphing jar. It's from like nice. a really really old pack, and it's five thousand dollars.
2: Wow. Oh, like
0: I need yeah. to see if
2: my video cards are still hanging out in my old house. If you have
0: them <laughs> and they're they're old. I, I'll be interested, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kevin. You I'll got a, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll you got you, know. a, you got a wedding, Kevin, up coming up. Kevin, you yeah, might have to part right. with that puppy, you're man. You might have right. to part with that.
0: No, no, so. that's that's my retirement right there. Yeah, it? Fair than, it just fair on it. it. As long as the game doesn't doesn't
1: go under. Yeah. Which, you know, which, so, you know. uh, what was oh, I was gonna? Oh damn, I forgot. I was gonna ask. But have you? I just completely slipped on about having the cards. Oh, have you actually sent some off to get them minted? And like grading, no, only? that's
0: one that I really want to do. The yeah. problem with it, like you send them off the PSA. Yes. Um, I need to get enough cards together because it's expensive okay. to send them in. Okay. But the more cards you send in, the cheaper it is. Okay. And then you have to wait for them to come back. Yep. So when I get enough things to send in that I feel like will be graded high, I think it'd be worth it. So yeah. if you ever get anything that wants to get, you want to get graded. Yeah. Hold on to it. Hey, I'll you, eventually. Eventually get enough
1: stuff for it, yeah. I Because it.
0: so. that, like, could triple the value of something. Yeah, that's it's always the wild thing. Is nine have, or a ten.
1: Yeah, once you get it graded, it's perfect. Yeah. And, but that's the process of... What is... Do you know the prices on those? Like, I don't I haven't even looked at it. Of what? Like, getting, getting it, it Of getting it graded, yeah. Like, what's the uh, process? Like, 20 cards depends. cost you, like, 500 bucks or something?
0: Something kind of like that. But cool. if you split it between somebody... Yeah, You know, it's gonna cost you a couple hundred dollars. Okay. Well, that's why you want to make sure when you're sending them in, you're sending in yeah. stuff yeah. that you think you're going to get high-grade. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fair
3: enough. Yeah. So. I, know, I know I'll talk to, you know, Jacob. It's amazing how, you know how, and kind of we talk about it often, because we, you collect old video games. Like, you look at your Xbox, yep. your Playstations, all those types of stuff, and I've got a few, too. It's amazing how, like, now you go somewhere and look at how expensive they are now. Like, you're yeah, like the, the price, skyrocketed. price of buying a brand new one. <laughs> yes. so like, well, wait a minute. Like, like years ago, these were selling for 20, 30 bucks. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, people have got them now. you got old games. You know, a lot of that stuff is just repeating itself. It's just like, look at video game world. We talk about it all the time. Like, I remember buying a, a, a PlayStation 2 for 30 bucks. I guarantee you it's not 30 bucks now when, yeah. I, when I bought it.
1: The the
3: is too strong with yeah, people.
1: Yo, the, the, the 64 is the wildest one to me because I remember six, seven years ago, you could get the sixty-four with a controller, all this stuff from them for like sixty bucks, maybe seventy. Now they're sitting at like one twenty five.
0: Especially yeah. with COVID. COVID really, really legitimately did yeah. like spike the price of a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah, cause and Because a lot of people are home. Yeah, you're at home. Yeah. And that's
1: and that was the whole point of video games and collecting cards. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing stuff inside the house of looking at stuff, and you're spending time inside the house, so you want to look at that car because it's a because cards are artwork, and same with video games, right. eat, not necessarily artwork, but it's a time eater where you're down there and you're playing. Well, if I got to be at the house, I might as well go fire up this game. That and people now, like we talked about 64, the people who grew up on that stuff now have jobs and careers and have the expendable <laughs> cash to throw <laughs> out a little bit to buy some of that stuff during these times, you know, so... That's
2: that's something I've been saying, Jacob. Like, especially, um, I mean, with, with y'all's generation as well, but especially mine, because I am a little younger than you guys. Yeah. Um, like, this idea of video games being, like, childish, that shit's out the door. Because yeah. kids, my people my age, people your age... You know, grew up playing, them. You're like, no, that shit's a lot of fun, and yeah. now I can spend my own money on it, so yeah. I'm going to keep doing it.
1: <laughs> that is <laughs> true. I, that is true. I forgot about the perception, like, our parents didn't necessarily grow They grew up when video games were just introduced, you know. now right. like my
2: dad played Atari.
1: That yes. was about it. Yeah. But we were almost born into it where video games were already a thing. And so it is looked at as something like, yeah, when you're growing up, you may be like, oh, no. But there's also that avenue, if you're really good, you can make money off of playing video games. Now, you got to spend a lot of time, as with anything, a lot of time, a lot of effort, and some money on it. But there's that avenue of it to, to like you said, it's fun stuff and cut and loose, whatever you're doing. So it is crazy how, like you said, people born into this now, there's already 25 systems that have been out for you know, 30, right, exactly. 40 years to where then they can go back? Like I said, I can, uh, my, my son gets old enough. He come down here. We fire up the sixty four, the Wii, the GameCube, the Xbox, and you can play those old sports games and just have a good. The fact time that the
2: sixty four still is gonna be working for your son is nuts.
1: I know, and that's actually I gotta I gotta get a shout out. I've got so I had one, and my buddy Cheeks accidentally broke my old one, and he oh, no. he he nice enough before he left his mom came down and he had a box of stuff of old video games and he actually came I don't know if you remember it or y'all might remember too it was the like the green see-through one yeah which yeah. actually weirdly yeah. enough up. yes it's, yeah. it's 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 Probably one that you can get get like two hundred bucks if you find yeah, the right person for say. it. And I told him, I was like, Cheats now, I appreciate you giving me this, but you know you could get a nice little penny off this thing. He's like, You well. could
0: you could sell this one and buy like, <laughs> <a hand laughs> More, like you yep. know yeah.
1: So I was like I was like, Well he was like he was like, Well I accident <laughs> I accidentally broke your other one and it's just sitting in a box collecting dust so you might as well use it. I was like, Alright, see that's where you have friends right there. That's a friend is a friend just hey, if I ain't using it you might as well use it. And now we can get back on as we all experienced on New Year's, the old 64 would crash in the middle. We'd have six beers deep trying to do six right. different burial carts. Now, <laughs> we don't have to worry about it crashing in the middle because this one is actually in really good condition. It's been sitting in a box for 10 years, so it has none of that wear and tear like some of the others have. So it's, sure. it's, it's been pretty cool to have that. So we're back in business. But, yeah, man, if you see any stuff out there, Kevin, let me know where the store is at because I'm definitely itching. Just I don't know what it is about stuff selling out. It's like, I guess – I wasn't right. into the, you know, people got crazy about the toilet paper, but it's something about when something's selling out, it gives you like a, oh, I need to get it, even though I don't need it. I know I'm going <laughs> to open a, itch. yeah, I, I know I'm going to open a pack of football cards and they just going to sit in a box, but it's just, it's just, fun. It's it's just fun. something about opening the packages up it, and all that kind that, of stuff. That
0: fresh card smell, you know, looking through <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, all right, well, any uh, final words, Tommy? Good to have you back, man.
2: Yeah, have me on again. I had a blast. Yeah, man, definitely will. Let me know once me we know get once we somebody.
1: get back into other stuff. I'll, I'll hit you up, especially since we're doing Zooms now until the foreseeable future. You know, when people start feeling comfortable and all that kind of good stuff. So, Duval, appreciate you coming. Any final thoughts? Final words?
3: Oh man, just just thank you for having me, man. And you know, just, every Super Bowl season. I yeah,
1: guess. just get ready to catch some L's on beer cart next time you're over. That's all. Okay. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And Kevin, any final thoughts?
0: Uh no, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Hopefully everybody can eventually get that vaccine and
1: yeah. <laughs> things
0: will get back to normal. I, I, I just got a letter, you know, since I'm I'm actually working at Fresh Market, I know uh Hey nice yeah. <laughs> uh but uh I got a letter about getting the vaccine. So I guess I'm gonna be in the next group. People, one of my parents uh, are signing up to take
3: the
1: vaccine. So, all right, so when y'all well, turn okay. in, just so at least, yeah, you know, in, yeah when I mean, you turn mean, into we a, we a mean, zombie,
3: let me know how that works out. Yeah, yeah.
1: either a zombie know, or a superpower, it's, it's one of the two yeah. right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just out of curiosity, Kevin, which uh, yeah. you're in Charlotte, right? Yeah, I'm which
1: on a Providence. I'm
0: on Providence. Oh, uh, um,
2: gotcha. Jeff. So Southside. Yeah, I was supposed to work at the one in Dilworth. Where um, I, I got my other job. Okay. Yeah, I've been there about a year. We, we almost worked together. Yeah, almost. <laughs> <home-up. laughs> it, it's a place. It's a, yeah, place. it's a place. It's a place. It's
1: a place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Duvall, Kevin, uh, Tommy, thanks for stopping through and uh, stay a little bit after Tommy so I can get a pic to put on all the social medias. But
2: uh, yeah, sure thing, sure thing.
1: And yeah, and then, Kevin, you have to come over and catch some beerio-car L's as well. I know it's been a while since you've been over, so it has been we'll, a get, while. we'll get you diced up so you can get back on a loser's board, or maybe you pull the uh, winner. Uh, hey, last time we played double dash, I won. That's so true. Huh? Hey, I will <laughs> tell you another, Kevin. I finally beat all of double dash.
0: Oh, nice! I that's, got, that's
1: actually that's tough. I got the look, King Boo and Piranha Joe, yeah. and then the Gold Car.
0: Totally not worth it, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. <laughs> but I again.
1: I was sitting at home, sitting at home, yeah. needed something to do, and I actually had hit a stall months ago, and I was very upset with the game because is that mm-hmm. final couple I couldn't get past a certain one, and then all of a sudden I picked it. You know, if you let something go and then you pick it back up, all of a sudden you don't have the same tendency, so you can right. end up just beating it real quick, and then I had to do that last one a couple times, the twenty sixteen race, all of them together to try to get the goals. So it's pretty but, rough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kevin. Well, how do we uh, send out the podcast? Usually goes like peace we